0: Thank <laughs> you. Welcome to our weekly matchup gridiron podcast for week eight. I'm your host Huck Breeze joined as always by Scott Shettig. Scott things are getting really spooky around here so how are we feeling today?
1: Feeling good. I'm feeling uh I'm feeling like I'm happy it's a new week and uh I mean by the way nice week.
0: Yeah thanks I scored you know 206 that's that was the high for this, this week. I, I think Eddie Jackson helped me, helped me reach that point on Monday night. So, so thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. You also had a good week in, in, in a loss. Um, and I know it's, it's never fun to score 200 and lose, but, uh, but it did prove that you are a team not to be uh, underestimated. If you will.
1: We'll see. We'll see going forward because I kind of need to win out to have a chance now. So, but yeah. uh, we'll get to that later. Yep.
0: Yeah. So I want to start out this week by apologizing. I didn't have a TQ, a Tuesday quarterback this week. Uh, But, you know, I had a lot of work to do. I traveled to and from uh, Dallas for World Series game six. Uh, You know, yeah. How was that? On on Tuesday. Uh, It's a different experience. And and the first thing that came to my mind, because I thought a lot about football, you know, I'm not in the Dodgers. I'm not in the Rays. So what I went, I wanted to be a piece of history and i wanted to experience the fanfare of the world series i've never been to the world series yeah, i've never been to a nba championship or a super bowl or anything like that so i wanted to have this fanfare well when you when i got to this game i was and maybe this is just the mlb fucking up but it was extremely underwhelming uh they had zero merchandise for world series uh really zero uh nothing as you walk in the door you know you walk into a a Steelers game or a Texans game, even on a regular season game, give you the towel, you know, you get the whole fit. Uh, There was nothing. The only thing you could find was, yeah, was a program. Um, Otherwise they were selling a lot of Texas Rangers stuff. Uh, A lot of the food was closed because I I don't know why. I mean, obviously 11,000 people, um, maybe they just didn't Mm -hmm. see the, the volume that they they wanted um so they kept it closed and it was not very loud uh, you know obviously they, there's you know just a fraction of the people that would actually be there so you know i had my feet up on the row in front of me the people next to us were you know at least 20 feet away which is good for safety guidelines but for a watching yeah. experience it just felt like not the world series it felt like i was at a uh Texans Jaguars game in September uh even less you know two horrible teams that were playing and that nobody was showing up in preseason it, preseason game maybe uh it, it was <laughs> not very loud you know you expect a home run with a home run being hit the stadium would explode and you'd have uh you know all this fanfare and everything and it, it was loud it just it it wasn't uh didn't give me goosebumps like i thought it would uh, you know, it, 99% of the uh, attendees there were Dodgers fans. Uh, so it just felt like a private Los Angeles uh, viewing party that I was just, yeah. just happened to be attending. Uh, well, I mean, I'd, like I said, it's
1: being it. part of history, which is, and it's, it, it, we're in a different time right now. So obviously it wouldn't be the full world series experience, um, but it's still, it's, it's, history right now this is the world we're living in so um right. it's still a pretty cool opportunity and chance to be there
0: but it did got me get me thinking so some of these uh you know teams are are announcing that they're gonna expand the amount of fans that are allowed to attend some of these games um i know the texans have done it for a little bit and they just announced that they'd have 25 percent um capacity at the super bowl mm-hmm. for you Is there any interest in 2020 or 2021 playoffs, you know, in the extension uh, to attend any of these games live and in person?
1: I don't think this season I'd be attending a game uh, by any means. Uh, I think I would, as long as there's a a vaccine that's, you know, proven at least the first one probably only going to be about 50 or 60% Uh, effective anyways uh, by next season, hopefully. Um, And do they get Matt back to like more of a 50% or above capacity Mm -hmm. kind of thing? Um, I don't, for me, no, I don't, I don't think this season I'd be going.
0: You know, I agree after, you know, we spent a little bit of money going to that world series game. So, I mean, it was, it was a good amount. And, uh, you know, the travel back and forth and, the, yep. and uh, you know, trying to protect ourselves when we're going in and out and just being very conscious of that. And to me, I'm thinking a lot of that. I mean, after the game and, and whatever, I was like, you know what? I may have rather been at home for this. And going to a football game is great. But part of the whole experience of the nfl of mob is everything that's ra- around you you know i'm a yeah. purist i love sports uh, i love watching sports i love being there i think that's great but also comes with tailgating the food mm-hmm. the drinks the camaraderie. And we went to
1: the last year part of it half the day was the tailgating and it was awesome
0: yeah, yeah. just drinking was, and getting ready great. and talking about uh, you know our, our fancy teams and getting ready to just everything about going in and and you know having everybody around you, cheering the loudness, the everything, um, yeah. and the drinks, the food, yeah. all of it. It's it's an experience. It's not just mm-hmm. being there. It's uh, a game game day, you
1: know? right? No, it's game it's, day. It's,
0: <laughs> and so I think if uh, when I when I went to the World Series, I learned that with COVID nineteen, it is extremely extremely compromised. And yeah. in the in the fact that you can't even do even close to what you would do on any other day. So um, yeah, I'm going to hold my money. I'm going to hold my time. I'm going to watch the red zone. I will be, you know uh, you know, watching from home or, or if bars open up and become safe, watch there. Uh, but I will not be attending a game until uh, we're a hundred percent sure that we're allowed to do, every single thing that we want to do.
1: Yeah. At least not, at least a majority of it. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this next segment here, we are going to rank these QBs. Now these are the bottom QBs, the bottom of the barrel right now uh, from my outlook, maybe this is opinionated, uh, but we're going to look at the rest of the season outlook. And the main question is, can you win a championship with these quarterbacks? And we're going to rank them one, 2-6 okay so the quarterbacks that we're talking about or the situations are Ben DiNucci who may only get one start this Sunday but also Andy Dalton so combine that as one package but the,
1: do you want to talk about the future if like talk about signing Dak or not at all or just this season right now
0: just this season going forward oh, the fa- rest okay. of the fantasy season okay. uh, which one would you rather have on your yeah. team for the rest of the season, and do you think you can win a championship with these guys? So, Ben Denucci, Andy Dalton, uh, the Minshew, Glennon, Luton, I think as they say, Luton? Luton. Does uh, someone have give of them? Yeah, they're all three owned. Yes. Uh, Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, uh, Drew Locke, uh, uh, Nick Foles, Trubisky, and Daniel Jones. So, go ahead and give me those one through six.
1: One through six. The Man. situation. The situation. And, like, and, and see, and like the Minshew situation wasn't so bad so, too long ago. He would have been at, near the top of the list for me, but now, I mean, I got to start with Daniel Jones.
0: Okay. He's not going to lose his
1: job. There's no second guy there. He's been, he has him an injury problem.
0: Mm-hmm. He's at the
1: top just because of those reasons. It's not because he, I did not say he was good. Okay. Drew Locke is behind him, basically on the same but much shorter leash. And then. I still got to go back to Minshew. After that, man, uh, maybe Foles, but their offense is so bad. And the fact that they might even put Trubisky back in there, it's it's a really bad situation offensively over there. But what's even worse is the Washington football team with Kyle. Kyle had a decent week, but I don't expect him to do that well all the time. He's not always playing Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And if Alex Smith gets back out there, I fear for his life. Yeah, I hope he has good life insurance. But, anyways, <laughs> and then Ben DiNucci and Andy Dalton, Jesus Christ! I mean, we haven't, we don't know what Ben DiNucci could do right now. But uh, I, I guess you know, uh, you know, sky's the ceiling for him because anything could happen. And also, but I'm not expecting anything from him. Either.
0: According to Zeke, he can run. So. He know. might be
1: doing a lot of that. I mean, yeah, like, that that that's why that's why teams like young quarterbacks that are also mobile because it's they just oh if they don't know the playbook or shit gets broken down after their first read they'll just run it and yep. still get yards uh, but you're not gonna win a championship with that because they always get hurt before time uh, so yeah I mean, that's what I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, go. Daniel Jones Drew Lock Minchu and the rest of the gang there the Scooby uh Scooby Doo bunch there and Foles. Uh-huh then Kyle Allen and Ben DiNucci and Andy
0: Dalton. So you got Ben DiNucci and Andy Dalton last.
1: Yeah, just because I expected a lot more from Andy Dalton, and yeah. uh, I didn't expect anything from Ben DiNucci, and and they're playing. And I don't think their schedule gets any, any easier. So. so.
0: So I agree. I think Daniel Jones is the number one because I do think that they're they're still trying to. I I think this team can still compete. Uh, what we saw last Thursday. I, I still trying, think the Giants right compete right um, like, yeah, they're only one, two games out of the division lead, you know, and I, yeah. I think they're going to really try to um, I know there's been talk. I don't know if it's actually real or not of them trying to get Kenny Galladay. Um, but Daniel Jones, I think is a talented quarterback. Now is that, do I think he's a top 16 talented quarterback? No, I do not. Uh, but I do think that uh, as we saw last week, uh, as embarrassing as it might be, he does have wheels. Uh, he can run, and uh, you know he does. He does have a multifaceted, uh, fancy outlook. Number two, I'm going to go with Ben DiNucci andy Dalton. I think that that team is too talented, has too much, too many weapons. I know that O line has faltered lately, uh, and that's it hasn't looked nearly as good uh, due to injuries and and whatnot, but. I think that Andy Dalton and Bendenucci, if they get the, rid of the ball a little bit faster, uh, these wide receivers are going to be open. you got Amari Cooper, Zeke, uh, you know Lamb, uh, you've got uh, Michael Gallup, uh, tight end Dalton Schultz. You've got some talent around you. you. You can make some plays. I think that if we're talking about the rest of these people, uh, on some weeks, you could have 25, 30-point weeks. Uh, that being said for the number three, uh, I'm going to go Kyle Allen, Alex Smith. I think that watching Kyle Allen play, I know Dallas's defense is terrible. Um, but you know, maybe I underestimated the Washington football team a little bit on offense and maybe it was just the previous quarterback, but, uh, you know, I really like scary Terry. I mean, he, he did great last week. He did great in a spot that he was supposed to do great, and that's what we're looking for in some of these. uh, Hate me. I know it's great. Right, yeah. I mean, if you're supposed to score some points, score some goddamn points. I mean, that's what we're looking for in fantasy, Um, and he he did, and Kyle Allen succeeded, and Kyle Allen also showed that he could do some shit on the ground. So, you know, you like that. Um, My number four is going to be Drew Locke. Uh, you know, I don't really care if he gets benched or whatever, obviously after what he's done this season and the lack of offensive prowess, um, he's not going to be the quarterback of the Broncos next year. So I don't, I really don't think that he's going to have the job the rest of the year, no matter what. Um, but again, a lot of weapons. We've got Jerry Judy, uh, Noah Fant, two running backs that are pretty good. Uh, and you know, they got to score points somehow. And, and Drew Locke, you know, could be there for a 20, 25 point game. Who knows? Um, my number five is going to be Minshew, uh, Glennon Luton, just because I don't think Minshew lasts. I I, I think that if they're one and six, they're going to want to see what they got with, uh, with other people. Well, he's got, and, he's got a
1: surgery right now, right? So they're, on, that, they're getting that chance on his right thumb.
0: Now. Well, I, I don't, th- I don't know if it's surgery. I, all I've read is that he's, he's uh, extremely questionable for week nine. I mean, there oh, are I, I,
1: was, I was told he was getting surgery on his thumb.
0: Uh, that maybe you're right, but either way, I don't think Minchu plays. I mean, he could play, you know, maybe somebody just does terrible and comes back in and you know, gets straight out. Uh, but I think that with three, three is a crowd. And I do think that there's yeah. a lot of talent around him. Robinson, uh, you know, and, and a couple of receivers there with, with Chark and uh, Chenault and whatever. But I think that also Glennon and Luton are statues in the pocket. When you have statues in the pocket, um, it's so dangerous. I mean, you could get zero points. You can get negative points. I mean, we're talking about getting sacked, sack party. Yeah. Sack uh, party. party. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and that's what Glennon and Luton are. Uh, you know, we don't know much about Luton, but we do know that uh, a six-round pick out of Oregon State, um, he was Mayo Clinic's comeback player of the year uh, after he missed. Uh, Eight games with a sprained ankle the year prior in 2018 and came out in 2019. He only turned the ball over three times. So he's very careful with the ball. I could see him being a real game manager and then running the ball like 75% of the time on reverses and shit like that playing very San Francisco football with Luton, uh, which doesn't really bode well for his fancy outlook. It's
1: it's a good it's a good imprint for bad quarterbacks. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks in here that could be much better in a better system with a better with a better team and a better head coach. Right. Like, like I think Daniel Jones is just as good as Jared Goff, and Jared Goff's been doing a fucking Super Bowl not because he's that good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, they you have to have factors around them, and and some teams just don't depend on quarterbacks. I mean, we saw with San Francisco last year that went to the Super Bowl. And you know Garoppolo obviously isn't blowing people away, um, but you know you—they were you know, winning that game in the
1: fourth quarter by ten points though.
0: Should have won. So should've won that game. Um,
1: so should the Falcons a year before that? But I mean yeah, yeah. that's part—that's one of those things where it's like when you do have that game-changing quarterback, that can be the difference. You True. need everything else around him, but you know it—it it can still be one of those teams. But there are you know game managers that win Super Bowls as well.
0: Yeah. Um, last on my list, Foles Trubisky. If Foles keeps the job, oh God, just watching him play against the Rams. I've always liked the Rams defense. I like it on paper. I think that they're really talented and I would hate to play them as a quarterback, but God, man, there were so many plays last week where it was like, he makes it a game if he just hits that one receiver. I know Mooney yeah. was open multiple times. I know that yeah. end of the game play, uh, he was open. He made a couple Robinson, mistakes.
1: Uh, Robinson was a wide open over Ramsey. I was just like, God, just hit that. I want, I want Ramsey to look like a fucking idiot because he's not as good as he thinks he thinks he is. He just oh, he has, got burned
0: by Mooney earlier in the game. Yeah, he got burned so
1: bad. It's just like, and there were so many other times people were open on him. I'm like, just hit it, right? Hit it. So he has a terrible stat line, but he doesn't. And now it looks, oh yeah, and he got that interception. It's like. That was such a duck, man. That was a terrible throw. Like anybody would have gotten that. Hill should have gotten that shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just not good quarterback play. And I'm not saying Trubisky would be any better. But Trubisky brings a different uh, aspect to this offense with running and whatever. So if Trubisky came in, I would have to adjust, adjust these rankings. I would probably knock Trubisky up to like second or third on my list. But Foles is still playing. And Foles is still the guy. And, uh, you know, I just I, – I really do not hold out any hope. I think if he was your quarterback, too, you got real problems. And I'm not, you know, just saying that just because, you know, Cameron has or whatever. It's it just after watching him last week, I would absolutely make a move if I had uh, Foles. I do, I do not think that you can win with <laughs> QB2 like that. No, uh, he, he was
1: trying to trade me falls all week.
0: Oh, really? So he is trying to make a like, No, No. Oh, good, like, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> him. Um, all right. Well, week seven is over. So it's time for a the creepy week eight matchups. You ready? You pumped?
1: I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm okay.
0: Scared. All right. Let's start with dad versus the fupa slayer. What do you think?
1: I think this is one of uh, many very close matchups. There's a few big, uh, you know, uh, matchups here uh, for their players that are going to be the decision part of the game because, like, while dad – excuse me, dad Mm -hmm. has uh, Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers. Burrow's playing Tennessee, which their defense has been lining up some points, but I think they're going to bounce back this week. Rodgers, I expect to put up good uh, good points versus Minnesota, but I think Tannehill is going to destroy Cincinnati's defense, and I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to do the same to Atlanta. So he has better matchups right there in his quarterbacks. Then, if you look at the wide receivers, I'm. It looks like Dad doesn't want to start a third wide receiver.
0: I'm sure. Um, I'm sure he'll get it together, but it won't be Sunday until
1: 11:45. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might. Might be a little late by then because I think John's going to win with his wide receivers anyways with Boyd, Galladay, and Beasley versus Gallup and Williams. Williams might have a decent day, but I don't expect anything from Gallup. And then Kamara, who's been his one of his best players, has his toughest matchup at Chicago. So <laughs> – I think that's that's going to be a, one of the biggest deciding points of the game. Jonathan Taylor might well I would have to like make up pretty big for him I would think because I don't expect the New Orleans defense, offense to do very much. But I'll talk more about that later. But Ezekiel Elliott at Philly and Singletary, well, he'll get the touches, but it doesn't really matter. But they're playing against a sinking New England team, so I'm still giving the edge. to it's a Fupa Slayer here. I think uh, Cook's been playing decent, and I mean it's still at Chicago, so it's not a great. Matchup. Both of their defenses are eh, so I'm giving the edge to Fupa Slayer this week over Dad.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, so I'm going to have to disagree with you here. So the again, this is a close matchup. This isn't a blowout by any means. No, Um, I think it's. Yeah, it is close. The one that gets me here is Aaron Rodgers faced Minnesota earlier this year on the road. Uh, in Minnesota, and just absolutely demolished him. I think he threw four touchdowns. And so we're looking at him again. He, he has a blueprint on what he needs to do. Uh, Tennessee has not been very good against quarterbacks lately. I know they're, uh, you know, 5 and 1, but you watch Ben last week and you watch Deshaun Watson the week before. Um, they had great weeks. Joe Burrow, great fantasy quarterback right now, also doing that. Now, we. We live in a league where it's quarterback driven. So we'll start there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is facing Atlanta and I think Teddy Bridgewater has a great game. Atlanta is number one in giving up points against the quarterback. Uh, Bridgewater probably isn't going to be a 40 point guy, uh, but I do think he has a great day. The rest of the matchups besides quarterbacks for Fupa Slayer, are not good. I, uh, I don't like Galladay against Indianapolis. I don't like how he is fielding every week secondary Buffalo off- offensive guys. Singletary takes the backseat on offense to the rest of, uh, you know, Josh Allen and Diggs and whatnot in the passing game. And Beasley is like one of those sleeper slot right, wide receivers. Uh, you can't really depend on him yet. Now, I know he's had good games in the past, uh, but you can't really depend on him to do that yet. Yeah, last four out of five games, he scored 10 plus. I want to see it over, you know, a, a longer span of time. Uh, on the other side, Kamara against Chicago, on paper, that's terrible. I don't like that. Uh, but it's Kamara. And I and, and right now, I think that Kamara is playing on top of his game. I like uh, I like Kamara to, to match his projection. Johnson Taylor um, is just one of those volcanoes that we're waiting to erupt. I swear... I've offered Brad uh, you know, all kinds of offers for J- Jonathan Taylor. I think he's super talented. I think he's a top five back for next year. And I think he's going to finish this year super, super, super hot, uh, maybe starting this week against Detroit. So uh, I really like that matchup there. Again, I think Brad fills this wide receiver role with some, I don't know, third wide receiver Ooh. for the Browns or maybe, something. Maybe,
1: maybe a sleeper for you to tell him about.
0: Maybe, maybe I'll give him a sleeper at the, at, at, you know, at the end of the show here. But, uh, but yeah, on uh, the defensive side, I like Brad's defense better this week. I know I always say Brad's defense is a home run. Uh, If he's going to hit a home run this week's the week. Uh, Miles Garrett against Las Vegas and Shaq Barrett against the giants. Trust me. I have Daniel Jones. I've watched Daniel Jones uh, every game since I've had him very closely and uh, he fumbles and he gets sacked. That's his (laughs) thing. Uh, that's, that's his go-to. So, uh, Shaq that's Barrett and, right. Uh, you know, Shaq Barrett and, uh, Miles Garrett both have good matchups there. Um, so it's a close one. I'm taking dad, uh, to win this one uh, because he has a, a good defense showing. So moving on here, let's, let's get into Ulysses S. Grant versus eternal touchdown. What do you think?
1: I mean, this has to be the closest matchup of the week. I mean, their projections have been almost exactly the same the entire time, even though they both shifted a little bit and stayed exactly the same, just about uh, within a point. I, and I, I think it, it will be very close. I think this will be one of the exciting matchups uh, to watch going in, going into the end of Monday night. But starting with their quarterbacks, Ulysses S. Grant with Tom Brady Monday night at Giants, just like I was saying, we'll be watching this. I think he's going to have a great night. I think he's going to just, you know, love having the spotlight and and torch them. I think Kirk Cousins is even going to have a decent day versus green base Swiss cheese uh, defense and trying to catch up points that Aaron Rodgers is putting up. But then again, you got Jimmy Garoppolo at Seattle, who will be going up against one of the easiest defenses as well. Eternal Touchdown's biggest problem is Tua versus the Rams. I think Aaron Rodgers – I mean, Aaron Donald is going to fucking just Pac-Man Tua's life away, and (laughs) that will be the end of it, and Ryan Fitzpatrick will be like, put up a bunch of points. So, uh, I think – I mean, that's just – I mean, I know everybody's very optimistic. I would love to join the optimistic train. I just, you know – I gave up living in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny a long time ago, so I'm just going to stick with the reality. But moving into the wide receivers Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Jared Judy. I like the top two. Third one is a gamble, and that's fine. But Julio Jones, Higgins, and Michael Thomas could all put up very big days as well. And if Eternal Touchdown's going to win, it would have to be from that. Also, to probably not losing his life in the first game versus Aaron Donald. But. <laughs> Going into the running backs, I think uh, Miles Sanders and Todd Gurley versus Dallas and Carolina should have a very good day. Instead of Henderson and Gaskin versus the Rams. So going into the tight ends, Kelsey versus Kittle, both top tight ends, but I think there it's it's a tie there. Big tight and end matchup. So,
0: big tight end. Matchup. Yeah, big
1: tight end. It is a big tight end matchup, but it's like I think you know versus the Jets and versus Seattle, they both have great matchups. They they could both put up a touchdown or two easy. And they both have pretty good defenses as well. But I think I, Ulysses S. Grant was waiting on too many of those offensive matchups and, uh, up top, and he takes, the, he takes the win this week.
0: Okay. Uh, let me ask you a question. Who do you think is the biggest beneficiary of OBJ being out? Like, if you – if OBJ – oh, <laughs> I mean, really, like, where do those fancy points go? If I mean, not like OBJ was lighting the world on fire, but where do those fancy points go? You know, I mean, it's one of – that's one of my processes. Baker
1: probably probably throws eight less interceptions
0: because he he doesn't
1: have to force read and force throw it to a diva, and now he can be the leader instead of OBJ.
0: So, okay, so he's going to throw touchdowns. Who are they to?
1: Randoms. It doesn't have to be to one guy. That's what it's all about. That, okay. That's when you start getting good.
0: Well, you're not you exactly course, answering the question that I, you want, you want to
1: hear, you want to hear, you say random random. Uh, you, want, you want to hear that Landry is going to get a lot of, or sure. Going to, sure. Get
0: I to want to see who's to the, but, but it's going to be week to
1: week. No one's going to come out as a, like a 1200 yard receiver or the new OBJ or anything. I think it's going to be a, a cast of guys.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. I, I don't think it's Higgins. (laughs) That's that was where, where, where I was going. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were
1: trying to, I thought you were rooting for Higgins on this. No,
0: I like people's Jones. I think people's Jones is, is the guy to pick up right now. I think people's Jones uh, has shown more talent. He's rookie. And I think that uh, he should get more show. I think that if people's Jones comes out and shows that he is the guy, then people's Jones might be the number one receiver for the Browns next year. I think people's Jones that good um but anyway that's not this matchup we're talking about clay versus max and this was tough i went back and forth on this multiple times that was very um, yeah but what it really comes down to and again mac on max's side uh tom brady uh, facing the giants on monday night is a big factor i'm like oh god you know uh max is getting crushed by injuries is he's not having a good week it's not a fun week at all um He's got Alshon, who decided not to play Sunday night. I don't think he's going to play Sunday night. Um, And if he does play, you're getting him on the first game back. He's got Joe Mixon, who sat out today's practice, probably not going to play. Uh, Even if he does play, there's half of the uh, Cincinnati O-line is also out. Uh, They are, I think it's two tackles and a guard who are um, experiencing some kind of injury this week. So Cincinnati's run games, not looking good. You know who else is not looking good? Miles Sanders did not play today, or did not practice today. He is not playing. So Max is like, and he's got Gibson on by. Max has got like five running backs. He's trying to just get one to play. I think that person's going to be Gio Bernard, and I think Gio Bernard's going to have a bad time because of the Tennessee matchup with with the backup O-line. So take those 16.78 points, take it down a notch, maybe seven or eight points, okay? Uh, Todd Gurley, 15.24 against Carolina. That's way too high of a projection. I do not think he reaches that. On the end, uh, also, and uh, Max has to drop somebody here. He's waiting to see how these injuries, uh, injuries you know, uh, work out, but I think in the end, it's going to be Devontae Campbell who's had a great year. I think he's a great defender. And Max going to really hate to let him go. Max might wait till Monday night to see if he can, you know, uh, get away with not with not dropping him. That being said, he'll probably get a worse defender because he's dealing with just Giants, giants and Tampa Bay. Uh, on the other end, I know uh, Tua against the Rams is not a great matchup. But we're talking about uh, somebody that the NFL does not have film on to Tua probably will get that 17.45, even if it's in trash time. Uh, you know, he's got Jones on the other side. Michael Thomas is not going to be Michael Thomas that we know and love. He's probably not going to reach that 13.67. Uh, he's got the running back matchups but on both sides. Henderson didn't look like he was the guy. I don't think there is a guy in uh, in L.A. Um, and McGaskin has a tough matchup. The one thing that I'll say for, for Clay's team because I'm going to pick Clay in this one. Okay, I was I, I was right. It doesn't
1: sound like you are. Because
0: it is very hard. It's very tough. The one thing I'm going to say for Clay's team is he is fielding the team that he if Clay was going to go to the championship, this is his team. He is at 100%. Max is not at 100%. Max has a lot of problems going on this week and he's trying to, you know, put together a team. Uh, Clay's team at 100%. I think beats Max's team at, at 75. So I'm going with, with Clay's team. I I think that Garoppolo and Tua is, is going to do it for him this week. So, so yeah. Uh, but let's keep it rolling here. Disco Lemonade versus Camacho. What do you got?
1: You know, I think this is probably a a rough week for Disco Lemonade kind of like you're talking about, uh, for, uh, uh, Ulysses S. Grant, but it's not necessarily, it's some injuries and it's a lot of buys. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously his best quarterback is on by in Kyler Murray and his uh, trio in Jacksonville is on by as well. So,
0: um, but Camacho has. Are you staff- talking about a trio at quarterback?
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Three of my
0: quarterbacks. He doesn't yeah. have all three. I'll let you know that.
1: Oh, he doesn't that. have all three. Oh, that's a shame. Get Glennon. Get <laughs> Glennon. Come on, you need another statue in there to sit on your bench. Yeah,
0: no. Danny uh, picked him up last week, and Neil was uh, even
1: happy. Score. Got Glennon. He in the pool?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Man. <laughs> Oh man.
1: But yeah, this, this should be a pretty easy layup for Camacho. Um, even though Stafford has a tough matchup for Indianapolis, he'll still put up uh, points wins versus Dallas should uh, put up some very good points, especially with the stack to Fulgham Slayton Monday night's always good to see Johnson uh, is, has been very well when he's healthy Swift again, a little stack for Stafford and then uh, another um, another Indianapolis uh, play. So, I mean, you got to, you have a lot of good uh, good offensive players with decent matchups and the fact that the fact that I mean if Disco Lemonade's gonna win, Tyre I feel like Tyree Kill versus the Jets and Derek Henry at Cincinnati would have to just go nuts. It, it, that's the that's that would be his o- only real chance. But I'm picking Camacho this week. He's my lock. He should take it off.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna lock Chase. I I mean it's too easy. Uh but but yes, I do think Camacho wins you know I've been shitting on Chase all year but I do think that um what really yeah but I think one thing he has done is uh he stayed alive he stayed afloat I mean he's made some trades to do some things that I thought uh you know might not be the best but you know Swift is looking like a good running back Swift's looking like a good running back I like Swift um picking up Fulgham Uh, Fulgham is the best receiver for Philadelphia. You know, that we were talking about five weeks ago, who are these guys playing a receiver? Well, now it's, it's Fulgham and he's a guy to own. I mean, he's a legit wide receiver, two wide receiver, three. He's also got wins. Uh, they're playing Dallas at home. The one of the worst pass defenses in the league. So, uh, you know, he's got good matchups. He's got a full team. Uh, he's destined to go four and four, you know, Neil's sliding to four and four. Uh, I'm sure this isn't how, how he Neil wrote it up you know uh facing chase without without two quarterbacks and having to go trade for lock uh and it's unfortunate for him because i think that if he did ha- go and trade for another quarterback if he did just make a few tweaks uh neil could easily win this uh he could easily win this and go five to three i don't know if it's worth it would 10. have
1: trade like kyler murray though because I don't think no, he could, no, I, don't, I think don't think he has to trade I, Caller I, Murray. I think he
0: could trade Woods. I think he could trade Woods this week that he's not even playing, uh, you know, and go get a quarterback. I mean, to be honest, you can go talk to me, you know. It's, it won't be too late by the time you, you listen to this podcast, Neil. If you want a quarterback, come talk to me. Woods is a guy that, you know, I'm interested in. Uh, I think he could trade Woods and a running back, something like that, and and get himself a quarterback. Uh, but, but no, I, I, I think that, uh, let's not do that. I already picked Chase.
1: He's my <laughs> so it's, it's Just,
0: just pretend no. you didn't
1: hear any of that, Neil.
0: Well, I mean, we, you pick these teams, you pick them on Thursday yeah. and you do run the risk of them making moves and you kind of analyze the player and you say, is this the kind of guy that makes the moves? Neil's the kind of guy that plays the safe. Neil's the kind of guy that doesn't want to uh yeah. And wreck that's his team. what's
1: gotten you to the championship before Neil so stick with safe.
0: Yes, get to the championship and and lose. Uh hey.
1: Oh, but bad
0: to there. hey and we're just and we're just counting neil out he's only 18 down in projections you know i mean he could win this but but yes i'm taking chase i think like i said i think he's done some uh good things you know trying to put put together a team week after week and he's got some good matchups this week and unless uh derrick henry just runs over uh cincinnati tyreek hill scores three touchdowns against the jets which could happen that could happen uh, yeah, I, I I think Hurst has a good night tonight. I'll, I'll give him that. Uh, but no, I I think Chase go ahead and takes this one. So we agree on that. I mean, you look at Chase's defense or Chase's bench, all buys. So Chase's, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're both, yeah, it's worked out great for him. Um, he's facing a team that's weaker than him, and his whole bench has buys. So it's set up pretty nicely. Uh, yeah. But let's let's keep it moving here. Uh, For the sake of time, Notorious versus Maestro. Finally, we get some of these matchups of uh, top tier guys, you know, battling it out. Uh, What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. This is, this is some, uh, you know, powerhouses duking it out over here that I really enjoy watching uh, to see who's going to win just, just to see the matchup in general, because I definitely think they're, they're both playoff teams. So uh, starting at the top with, I mean, Russell Wilson and, and Baker Mayfield, uh, the main thing here is Russell Wilson's matchup versus San Francisco's defense might be tougher than people expect because it is a division game and, they, and they're and they known for their defense versus uh, Big Ben at Baltimore and Josh Allen versus New England. And I know we're used to thinking New England's very, very tough, but, I mean, if they're turning the ball over four times a game, Josh Allen could be in some great positions to score points. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm giving the edge a little bit to Notorious right there. Um it really, it really depends on Russell Wilson in San Francisco. But it's – I mean, last week, obviously, he was amazing. And I doubt they're going to want to come out and lose again. So, moving on to the wide receivers, you got uh, Allen Cooper and Parker versus Denver, Philly, and the Rams. I kind of like those matchups versus Robbie Anderson, Devontae Adams, and A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tennessee is going to need to throw the ball very much as there's a Cincinnati I do like Devontae Adams versus uh, Minnesota and Robbie Anderson versus Atlanta tonight. I'm still going to give the edge a little bit to Maestro here. I think that uh, uh, Allen and Cooper might have a decent day going into the running backs. Aaron Jones, even with that cue, I really like him versus Minnesota and Carlos Hyde versus San Francisco. I he may, he'll get some points, but James Conner and David Montgomery, man, this is just
0: a very tough matchup. It's today. so hard. It's, it's all, I've so, I've switched hard. it five times. You know, yeah. I it five times. Like
1: right, I, I've picked, I've picked Maestro here and I'm convincing myself into notorious the more. I look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I like Bud Dupree and, and even, and Wilson and Lo, uh, Ryan versus Tampa Bay on Monday night. I'm sticking with my pick with Maestro. I think it's going to be an extremely tough game. Every matchup you look at it's pretty even across the board and anybody could blow up or at least put up a good amount of points. Um, I'm picking Maestro.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Maestro also. And and the, and the biggest reason is uh, the Baltimore defense. You know, the Baltimore defense is nothing to be fucked around with, especially at home. Uh, Roethlisberger and Connor, he has them both going against them. I don't like David Montgomery. I don't like that offense. Um, and I know David Montgomery, you know, has been a decent, serviceable running back, too, throughout the year. Uh, you know, hovering right there around between 10 and 15 points. Uh, but I just – I don't think – I don't have confidence in him going forward. Um, There's bright spots on both sides. Josh Allen against New England. Josh Allen, again, has continued to not look like the MVP that we thought. Um, He has decreased four weeks in a row, Um, and and these defenses that he's playing against are not getting better. We're talking about Las Vegas, Tennessee, Kansas City, and the Jets. And he scored less and less and less and less. And now he's facing New England. who's no joke on defense. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that on, on that side. On the other side, yes, Michael has, is going to probably have to play two backup running backs this week. Um, I'm guessing Jamal Williams and Carlos Hyde, which is rough. Uh, playing Amari Cooper any week right now, I, I know Michael knows this, is probably not awesome uh, with what's going on at the quarterback position, especially with Danucci. It's not my uh, but, hey, it's a Danucci. Hey, it's a Danucci. Uh, but uh, I know Amari Cooper has scored 10 plus points in every game but one. Um, but, you know, with Danucci, it's like, God, uh, are we going to be able to get this done? So, uh, you know, on the matchup side, San Francisco is nothing to fuck around with either. Uh, and he's got a stack on that side. I think Carlos Hyde has a terrible day. Uh, I think you see a lot of homer. And you see, uh, you know, a lot of, of other running backs besides Hyde on Sunday if uh, Carson doesn't play. Um, I like Danny's defense better, which makes, you know, balance out a little bit um, going from, from that side to this side. Uh, but the biggest thing is Baker Mayfield against Las Vegas, uh, not facing the Baltimore D on the road, but rather Seattle, Russell Wilson, going up and, and, and facing that uh, San Francisco D at home. Um, he's got a bright spot in in Parker. I think he has a, a decent uh, week coming up and uh, Johnny Smith against Cincinnati you know it is very close, very close uh, but I'm taking the maestro in this one. so let's us keep it rolling onto Rumham versus last man standing what do you think
1: you know both teams hit pretty hard by buys as well here it seems like there's multiple a few teams like this right now um but i mean last man standing is also still just still crippling at the quarterback position right now i mean he's going to be the guy starting the danucci eh
0: it's a danucci
1: yeah. Oh, hey, it's a Danucci. If he throws a touchdown, that's a one. of spicy. amita the ball, but <laughs> I'm throwing. I don't here. know what's gonna happen. We'll see if he can cook. We'll see if he can cook. If he can, maybe he make a really nice a pasta, a really nice a marinara. But well,
0: he's we gotta put know. him in first. He's yeah. gotta
1: put him in. He will, which he will. But his other problem is Cam Newton. I, I mean, he might be Cam Newton might score less than Danucci. Yeah. At this point, I, 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 I could, I would put money on that. With how bad Cam Newton has been playing, it's just embarrassing. Honestly. Hasn't cleared fifteen <laughs> in five weeks. It, exactly, and it's the thing is, is, Cam Newton's always been a running quarterback. He's been a run first quarterback, and he can't run first anymore.
0: So, I think what he do you can think? run first. I think teams are like throw the ball, and he's like, I can't. So- well, yeah, exactly. They're daring him to throw the ball.
1: and so yeah, they're, it, they're, putting yeah, a, yeah. they're
0: putting a lot of people on the blitz, and he can't handle but, it. But that's what I've seen.
1: He, No, but he used to beat seven and eight-man fronts before by just taking the hits, and he can't just take the hits anymore, and that's what I'm saying. So it, it's, it's game over for him, and he basically knows that He's just wasting everybody's time. So, looking across the board, Matt Ryan and Drew Brees, even though Drew Brees is at Chicago, and I don't like that matchup at all, uh, he's still going to put up at some points, and Matt Ryan, I think, is probably going to play pretty well tonight as well. And you got uh, CeeDee Lamb, Marquise uh, Brown, and Mims. They're not the strongest batch of wide receivers, but versus two guys, and Mike Evans, who is – uh, hit or miss basically and Antonio Brown is there now so you know he's going to have to demand the ball so Mike Evans might be a ghost on Monday night so you never know John Brown versus New England eh, it's all right but it's pretty decent uh, defense it might lock him down so I still like uh, <laughs> fucking hell these are some terrible running backs <laughs> Hasty and Scott Hasty oh, Scott versus Fournette I'm, I'm trying to pick you what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, obviously, last man standing runs on the running back uh, portion just because I know their names and Josh and Jacob. So, um, you know, I still want to pick Rumham just going off of a quarterback part and the rest of his team should put up enough de- enough points and not have any goose eggs versus last man standing's terrible quarterback situation, buys, buys and just, uh, I mean, it's kind of a lack of real – Uh, real identity of his team in general
0: yeah and and i thought about locking rumham just because of the fact that you know scott's team has gone so south uh in the past few weeks and it's rough it's no
1: you know it's it's nobody's fault right
0: it just it just happened i mean it was you know thing after thing happened to his team uh trevor's team looks pretty uh hit by buys but he's filled it enough that uh you know gosh, you're starting Mims, Hasty, Scott, right? that's like, rough. But he's starting
1: people. But he's but starting, he's starting
0: people. people. He's starting yeah, people. And Scott will start people too. I'm sure he gets a receiver in there. Um, He might need to get multiple receivers in there. I don't think, you know, Edelman's probably not going to play. Um, I'm sure he's going to wait to do that until Sunday as well. Uh, but, but I think that on the quarterback side, you know, I, I could have included Cam Newton in that bottom six – uh quarterback conversation that we had earlier today it's just not looking good week to week um I think Scott does get out of this one win uh you know thing that we got going on here because you know like I said earlier in the in the year in in podcast, nobody has ever in the history of the gridiron scored less than two wins um and I think Scott will get out of it I think he has enough talent on his team we've seen some worse teams in this you know win two games. Uh, but again, on this side, I, like I said, I would have locked Trevor. I like uh, the matchup with Matt Ryan tonight. I think he blows out of the 20.64 out of the water. I really do. Um, You know, some of the matchups aren't, aren't super tasty, but Boston Scott got dropped and he just ate that up. And I think he starts this week and probably clears that 7.31. So that looks pretty good. Uh, But Hasty Scott's mems, even Brown against Pittsburgh. I don't really like those matchups. Otherwise, I would have locked them. Either way, picking Rumham to win this week uh, pretty easily uh, to go to three or four and four, back to 500. So let's move into some important ones. You cycle Polar Bears versus Darth Scott. Do you want me to go first or you I want to go?
1: Why don't you go ahead?
0: Okay. Uh, This is also an easy one for me. You know, it's not a lot of weeks that I've gone with your team and said, hey, this is an easy win. But I do think that you're going to win easily, and here's why. Uh, Herbert has looked like the hottest quarterback in the league. You trading for him, Matt Ryan for him, it looks like a smart move. Okay, I didn't like it at the time, and I still don't like it. Uh, But it's looking like, you know, a pretty good move. You know, he's got some good playoff matchups. Uh, in Atlanta, Las Vegas, and Denver, and he's looking like he can score points, and he did win his first game last week. Uh, Derek Carr against Cleveland, not not a terrible matchup. Um, Again, you picked up Peoples-Jones, like I told you earlier. I think he's the biggest beneficiary. That's what I was trying to get out of you. You couldn't say it, even Mm -hmm. though you picked up the guy. Um, And, uh, you know, these running backs, not – biggest fan of these running backs. I don't think that you have uh, good running backs going forward for the rest of the season. I really think that you've hamstrung yourself with that, but uh, you know, they, they may do well this week. I don't think Le'Veon Bell comes close to those 10 points in that first week, even though he will want to against his former team, the Jets. Um, Bobby Blaine, maybe not the guy that you thought he was going to be, but uh, you know, on, on your defense, At least you'll have Fitzpatrick and Jamal Adams playing. Hopefully, uh, that should give you a boost. On the other side, Nick Foles, we talked about earlier. He is a quarterback I would not want on my team going forward for the rest of the year. He has him as QB1 and Taysom on the other side as QB2. Um, I do like his running back matchups better than yours, Uh, Cook and McKinnon. Um, His wide receivers as well. I know Landry's the number one over there uh, in in Cleveland. Um, he's got a, a tight end who technically is a second tight end. I don't know the status of Pigby, um, but a good receiving tight end. But I do think Gronk mm-hmm. is hot enough that uh, he can outdo Everett on, on that end. Love uh, the Monday. Yes, yes. Yeah, I love the Monday night matchup, especially Gronk. He loves the lights. Um, I like his defense overall better than yours on the other side. Um, But I think that quarterback matchup, you're missing a quarterback. You're two and five. You don't go trade for one rather go get Taysom Hill for cheap. Uh, I don't think that's going to cut it. I think your team's talented at full strength, uh, more talented than his. So I'm going to take you, and I'm going to lock you up for the week against Unicycle Polar Bears.
1: I was wondering. I was like, it's got to be one of our games here. Well done. All right. All right. You know, I think, I'll, you know, starting at the top, I think obviously uh, between Derek Carr and Justin Herbert versus Nick Foles and Taysom Hill, I don't care who you are. I think even even Cycle Polar Bears has to give me the the edge on that one. I'm loving my wide receivers right now. For me, I think every wide receiver could be hit or miss every week, depending on matchup, depending on their quarterback, depending on uh, the other wide receiver, uh, you know, uh, uh, on the field. It depends on a lot of things. Because, like, Lockett blew up last week. He had been silent for a little bit because DK Metcalf had been blowing up and stuff. Right. And same thing with Claypool. You you know, it's, it's about sharing the ball around so that it's not it, – you're not completely dependent on that one guy. And so – between the three of them i like uh, i like or for uh for them to balance out any given week uh-huh. not to men i mean not to sneeze at unicycle polar bears uh wide receivers i love them i was, we we're actually that was some of the things i was trying to get out of them if anything whereas wide receivers because stefan diggs jefferson and landry could all blow up this week i mean mm-hmm. they they both uh, they all are kind of huge other teams and have been very consistent point wise i Oof, man i i hope bell i mean come on man it's your old team it's gase i mean really if you want to slap somebody in the face with your fucking talent here it is man yeah. like you'll get the lights later but like do do this here now for yourself man Pro- prove to them into your to your new team that you're fucking who you are, who you think they are
0: well, yeah, we'll just see if he gets the opportunity.
1: But yeah, yeah. So that that too, that too. But when he get, he's gonna get a few opportunities, and he's got to take advantage of those. Mm-hmm. And, so, and same with Kelly. So because there's no one guy in L.A. like you said earlier, I agree. But he is talented, so I'm hoping for that. I love Gronk on uh, on Monday night, and then uh, you know, I hope that fucking cue for my kicker is just a joke, and
0: <laughs> uh. joke cue.
1: Well, just, you know, like, come on, kicker. Like, they're really going to – are you not going to play? Like, do I have to worry about He's in know?
0: danger of missing the first game of his career.
1: Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, I believe you really the notes
0: me. say instead of waiting on Crosby's <laughs> status in fantasy, the time to make a move is now.
1: Ugh. Well, it looks like I'm making a kicker move in the, in the near future, but we'll, I'll deal with that later.
0: Maybe I'll give you a sleeper. Yeah, you got to sleep sleep <laughs> <gear. laughs> Yeah, I did that one week and uh somebody picked him up so. Uh, never. Well, know.
1: well, you never know, you know? Yeah. And I uh, I think the biggest thing for my Achilles heel this year has been my defense. So, uh that that's um that's that that's who I want to talk to right now is just a defense on me. All right, now Vostick, don't you be drifting to the strong side now. Did I ask for excuses? All right. Forget them. We don't need them, guys. What we need, I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. They cross the line of scrimmage. I'll drop every last one of you. You make sure they remember forever week they played Darth Scott.
0: Mm. Chills. Give me chills down my spine, Yeah,
1: you know, I, I really need my defense to step it up they've been, uh, they've been disappointing, so
0: yeah, my yeah. defense played good last week, so yeah, I know how it feels to have a good defense.
1: Yeah, your defense really really came up
0: big. yeah've Try, been trying to work on that lately, but uh, I'm guessing you're taking yourself.
1: I am taking myself okay, and, uh, and and I stay true to my word and my speech there, so just there all you just saw
0: the. There you go. All right, let's get to our last matchup here. Let's go, Sex Raptor versus the Poopy Two. What do you think? This is going to be
1: a pretty decent matchup, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of things to look at. I really, I mean, not only the projections close. I think a lot of the matchups are close because you have Mahomes versus the Jets, which obviously is going to be amazing, I think. Uh, but you're the only thing you're in danger of is he might not need to play that long. They might not, they might go up pretty big. Like you saw last week when they had, you know, a defensive score and a, a special team score and he really didn't have to do very much. Then you got Phillip Rivers at Detroit. He might be your saving grace this week
0: mm-hmm.
1: across the way, looking at Jared Goff at, at Miami, which is a pretty decent matchup, Lamar Jackson versus Pittsburgh, which, Could go either way. He could turn the ball over, but he could get some decent garbage time as well. I think it's going to be a close matchup there. I'm going to give you the edge there, given that Mahomes puts up a lot of points versus the Jets, which is obviously nothing too hard to prey on exactly. So going into your wide receivers, I love Calvin Ridley, Higgins, and Hardman for the stack. But you're going against DJ Moore, Metcalf, and, and A.J. Green. I'm not really sure. I mean, I know A.J. Green came on a little bit, but I think he's going to be silent again this week. I love Metcalf. I think he might come on a little bit more since uh, uh, Lockett got all the attention last week. But I'm still giving you the edge with Ridley Higgins and Hardman, uh, especially on the stack, because I think – and I like his matchup with the Jets. Going into uh, running backs, pretty even. I like Hunt and Edwards-Hilaire, but I think you're winning with Gordon versus Mike Davis, because Mike Davis has been pretty bad. And I know he's running like he's in danger of losing his job next week, but I don't think that really helps because he's pretty awful. So you finally picked up Gasecki. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I know you've been waiting to do that all year. So here it is: is Gasecki versus Andrews? This is it. This is your this is your tight end matchup. Yes. So we'll see how it goes. I think you might lose that matchup, but still, you've won a lot of other ones already. Mm-hmm. I, I like your defense over his, even though he's pretty good in Kendrick's and Simmons, but I love Wagner. Uh, May has been playing really well, and so has Clark. So I'm giving the uh, Raptors the edge, edge this week in a pretty close matchup, though.
0: Good. Hey, I, I like to have your pick. I mean, you're first in pick him, so it seems like you know what you're doing. Um, yeah, I'm also going to take myself. Here's Why? Uh, the biggest thing that i 'm looking at this week is Pittsburgh defense please Pittsburgh defense, please play like Pittsburgh defense in the past. I know you don't have Bush, but please uh you know destroy Jackson and Andrews and be able to handle that and i think they I think they will be able to um, another big thing is tonight is uh Mike Davis has got one last hurrah before c m c comes back against atlanta we 'll see if he can succeed. I know last week he did not have a good time. Uh, you know, against New Orleans, which was a big layup. Um, so, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, French fry when he should have pizza. Yep. French fry when he should have pizza. Exactly. Um, so yeah, he's got a lot going tonight. DJ Moore, uh, uh, Davis, and Olakun. And I only have Ridley. So tonight is actually a big matchup for us. And we'll see how it turns out. Um, yeah. But yes, I like Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers has... You know, bounce back, had the best week of uh, his his year last week and is facing another weak defense in Detroit, another, uh, you know, cake matchup. Obviously, Mahomes, uh, let's hope he can throw five before he comes out. Uh, You know, I'm sure in that fourth quarter he'll be, you know, just yakking it up on the sidelines, uh, you know, having some mic on for some later NFL films. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh and hopefully he can hit Miko. I know Mikole has been the thrown away by multiple teams and for good reason. He's only and I regret digits. it.
1: I regret it. Looking at his point totals now, I would I would completely roster him and I think uh this is a week he does well.
0: Yeah, i I really hope he does. Um I think that he's one of these weeks gonna show up, he's gonna get a couple touchdowns. This could be the week. Um I like Hunt against Las Vegas. I think he's going to blow up. This is his last week without Chubb, maybe. Uh, so he might want to show off a little bit. Gordon against the Chargers. I like that matchup a lot. Uh, it's one of the reasons that I went and traded for him. So instead of playing P Rhyme, because I do have P Rhyme on the bench available, um, Gusecki. The thing I'm hoping uh, is that. Throughout the season and even into the preseason and whatever, Gasecki worked with Tua a lot. Tua in college was a big tight end guy. Liked the tight end. Liked the big guy. Um, when you were a scrambling quarterback, you like the big guy. Look at Lamar. Lamar likes the big guy. Uh, he likes Mark Andrews. Uh, if you're talking about, you know, uh, you know, Kyler doesn't really like Dan Arnold that much, but he'll hit Dan Arnold. He'll hit the other tight ends. You know a little bit, but if you're a scrambler and you're looking for that safe throw, once you know the the run's not there, and eh, second could be that guy, it could also be the good first look in the in the red zone. So um, we'll see about that. As far as my defense is concerned, I've really concentrated on trying to make the, my defense the best defense possible, best defense in the league. And overall, I've succeeded. I'm number one. It, in it's been defense.
1: yeah, it's been very good.
0: Yep. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think I do have the edge on him in that. Uh we'll see though. you know, I I Jared Goff against Miami, I think is is a good matchup for him. Uh, you know, again, Davis against Atlanta. He could blow up, could get twenty points. If if that's the case, then then I'm obviously in trouble. I'm obviously uh, you know, under the gun for for uh Sunday. But if I can have a good night tonight, if I can keep up with him tonight, um, you know. I think I can win this, and I think I do. So I'm going to go ahead and pick myself. Uh, but but those are our matchup picks for week eight. Uh, let's do some week eight steaming, steaming hot takes. Uh, last week, I had Giants and Washington winning. Well, that was my hot take. The Washington uh, football team did win, uh, and Giants almost won if not for uh, you know a missed catch by Evan Ingram. And so I was that close. Uh, but let's get into the week eight seeming hot takes. Shadig, what do you got?
1: This is the week. This is the week everybody's been waiting for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kansas City at the New York Jets. Le'Veon Bell's coming back. Hmm. He's going to score two touchdowns in Adam Gase's face. And then Adam Gase is going home
0: Forever? Forever he's getting fired it's
1: getting fired this is finally the week i think it'd be way too embarrassing just to just look at that and just be like this is ridiculous like you're terrible you're terrible if they don't fire him after that like you're just just pack it in do you <laughs> why why even waste people's time just split right. it up between the giants and the bills and call it a day
0: yep okay all right, uh, that's that's fair enough. Um, I'm going to say, call me crazy. Uh, Sunday night, Ben DiNucci, top ten quarterback, fancy wise this Ooh. week. Yeah, That's oh, a one of spicy meatball. Eh? That's a spicy meatball, and we will be talking about that a lot of Sunday night. But I think under the lights, and I don't think this is a permanent thing. If you remember Nick Mullins uh, under the lights, I think last year. Came in, throw three touchdowns, threw three touchdowns. Sometimes, if everything all everything lines up, all the stars along, some of these quarterbacks just have a great week, and I think Ben DiNucci comes out and does that on Sunday. Um, that's my hot take for week eight. Now, let's give a sleeper. Week eight sleeper, what do you got?
1: Week eight sleeper, I've got a defensive guy that I'm really liking in Xavier Howard the cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. He's coming off his bye, so he's he's past that. He's got some decent matchups, but he's really come on since the first couple weeks scoring uh, 10 points or over in the last three weeks. So, that's my sleeper.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, I've got a few, and one of them I kind of don't want to say because I feel like it's going to backfire on me. One of them Oh, I'll, uh, I'll give you both because, you know, I've had a few, few drinks. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. But by the way, what are you, what are you drinking?
1: I had a little, uh, Tempranillo. Okay. Uh, yeah. Chilean Tempranillo.
0: Red wine. Mm-hmm. I'm having a, a little bit of Tito's water and Mio. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Um, I'm going to go first with Wayne Gallman. Why isn't Wayne Gallman picked up when there are people playing hasty and stuff like that? Wayne Gallman's going to get 100% of the work on a Monday night against Tampa D. that has admittedly been, uh, you know, rough against the running back. But 100% of the work, uh, you know, Wayne Gallman looked pretty good on cer- certain runs last week on Thursday night. It uh, looked like he had a good cut and some good vision. So, um, yeah, I thought about it myself. About having him as a running back, too, I could have got him for free. Uh, but instead, I went out and got Melvin Gordon because I think this is a future issue that I have at running back, two, not just this week. But if I was just looking for one for this week, Wayne Gallman would have been the guy. Uh, another thing, another sleeper that I have this week, uh, maybe Bobby Splain wasn't the guy that you thought he was going to be. But Vince Williams could be that guy last week after uh, Bush missed uh vince williams came out and, and scored 13.5 i believe uh you know eight tackles two tackle assists and a sack uh i noticed you dropped john bostick is this the guy that you're going to pick up
1: uh you know it, it depends i mean like i said john bostick uh he he wasn't uh producing at to start Star caliber, so uh, mm-hmm. he, he's done. And that cheap shot on Andy Dalton, just that's that's not kind of kind of players I roster. So oh,
0: you don't, yeah, you don't do that. I, I noticed yeah. earlier this year with you get Rashawn ejected. Evans, you
1: get ejected. No,
0: yeah, Rashawn Evans got ejected. and He's off your team. I I remember yeah. that. So yeah, okay, so. all right. Uh, well, let's keep it going to the gambling corner before this game starts in about ten minutes. Uh, you have one for tonight and one for the weekend. Uh first let me talk about last week. Giants was my gambling for Thursday night. Almost won. Should have won the game. Uh but my three-way teaser, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Buffalo, uh won with decent ease. Buffalo did not beat the Jets by as much as I thought they would, but the teaser still hit. Uh so go ahead.
1: I I was yeah, my my bet last week, like I said in the pot in the uh text group earlier is just I was betting my heart and obviously didn't work out in uh, Chicago almost and should have beaten the Rams, but they didn't, they got blown out instead. And Mm -hmm. then uh, what's it called? What was the other one? Oh yeah. Texans are just, yeah, they didn't, they didn't stand a chance versus the Green Bay Packers, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but uh, for one good bet for tonight is Matt Ryan with three touchdowns at least. Okay. Um, I have been doing well. I on my touchdowns. I got on my Thursday night bets last week. My was Danny Dimes with two touchdowns, which you got. Good, um, good. And then one good bet for the weekend. I'm gonna go. Well, it's a bit of a hot take, but I, I'm. I think Chicago's defense is just gonna destroy New Orleans' offense. Uh, I think. I think this is the week to really, really uh, expose them.
0: Okay. All right, that is uh, that is totally fair. I can I can get on board with that. Um, my best bet for tonight is going to be Teddy Bridgewater over fourteen and a half rushing uh, yards, and here's why: uh, the every home game this season, Teddy Bridgewater has rushed for uh, 26, 36, and forty eight yards. I know he only has one touchdown on the ground, uh, but he has surpassed that mark, almost doubled it every game at home. So if you're betting out there, you can get pretty even odds on over 14 and a half. That could be just one scramble. Um, so we'll see if that happens tonight. Uh, over the weekend, uh, you know, I've had pretty good luck with teasers this weekend. As uh, the last, uh, I think, seven, 20, I think there's only been seven all time, 20 plus point spreads in the NFL. Uh, Only two have covered. Uh, This week we have a a 19.5 point spread with the Jets uh, facing the champion Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, I do trust that 19.5. I think 19.5 is a good number. But But let's go ahead and tease it and throw six, make it 25 and a half just to be safe. And uh, a team that I like to uh, also cover that spread uh, is going to be, if you add six to Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, plus 10 at Baltimore, I think an undefeated team on the road, plus four by itself is kind of uh, something to lean on. But you add six points, make it 10 almost two scores. I think you can uh, get away with both of those at noon and get a pretty good payout. So that is my bets for the weekend. All right. So let's get in our sponsor for the week.
1: Jaguar. Sleek and smart. For men who like handjobs from women, they barely know.
0: Wow dang, I got to get myself a Jaguar. You They're know, pretty not, cool, sir. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's quite the statement, quite the, uh, transition into week eight. So, uh, that's all we have for you as always have fun. Good luck. Hope y'all have a great week and make sure you get out and, uh, early vote if you haven't already done. So it ends tomorrow and, uh, And we will see you uh, next week on Tuesday quarterback. See ya. It's been a pleasure.